Jewish Latin Princess, episode 51, Schlepping Mirrors and Tambourines, A Feminine Perspective on Redemption. You're listening to Jewish Latin Princess podcast by Yael. Every week, get your dose of inspiration from the world's most uniquely talented Jewish women and from Yael herself. Seeking profound and practical ways to live a joyful, richer Jewish life? Welcome to Jewish Latin Princess Podcast. And now, Jewish lifestyle expert and bilingual blogger at jewishlatinprincess.com, your host, Yael. Welcome to Jewish Latin Princess, everyone. I'm Yael Trush, your host. This is the final countdown to Passover. Are you ready? I wish I could say I was ready, but this year I feel like I'm more behind than ever. I think. As you may know, I was speaking at Houston's JCC last night, which was a lot of fun. In addition, my youngest son turned six this past Shabbat, so mazel tov to him. Maybe maybe I was this behind six years ago when he was born, and possibly in seven years I'll also be this behind with a bar mitzvah only a few days before Passover. I don't know. I'm not sure. But anyways, here we are. Um, last night was a lot of fun, and now I'm really tackling Passover because what else can I do? As I'm sure you all are. So I want to leave you with some words of inspiration as you finish preparing your kitchens and everything else, getting it all ready for the big day. This is something I wrote initially for the Jewish Herald Voice Passover magazine a few years ago. And those who, those of you who listened to the episodes in Spanish, you will have also caught it in Spanish last week. Oh, and before we move on to that, I wanted to let you know that past Jewish Latin princess guest Rebecca Saltzman, founder of Balagan Begone, you might remember her from episode 27. And if you haven't heard her, you should go back to episode 27 and hear her. It's one of my most popular episodes, actually. Well, Rebecca is launching an online course that looks fabulous. It starts on April 15. For all of us who suddenly realized, uh, okay, it's really time for me to take control of my clutter because my clutter is controlling me. (laughs) Enter Control Your Clutter, a 10-week challenge that will leave you clutter-free and so much more. Go check it out at RebeccaSaltzman.com. And just for Jewish Latin Princess readers and listeners, Rebecca is offering $100 off your course subscription when you use the code JLP100 at checkout. In addition, Rebecca is so passionate about her program and the 10-week challenges that she's giving participants a $30 re. I guess she's giving you back $30 for every challenge that you complete. The course is made up of 10 weekly challenges. And after every challenge, when you show her that you've completed it, you get $30 back. So that's $300 back. I think that's such a great creative way to incentivize all of us to finally get this clutter under control and learn to keep it under control and live more organized de-stressed, clutter-free lives? Is that possible? It is. Apparently, it really, really is. So check it out, ladies, at RebeccaSaltzman.com and use the code JLP100 at checkout to claim your $100 off. And here we go. Schlepping Mirrors and Tambourines, A Feminine Perspective on Redemption by yours truly. Enjoy and have a Chag Sameach. Schlepping is not only a Jewish thing, 
It's a feminine Jewish thing. The Mishnah says, in every generation, a person must see himself as though he has come out from Egypt. The sages explain that this is a personal directive. We must believe that we individually were once redeemed. In fact, the belief in redemption is such a fundamental element of Judaism that it is one of Maimonides' 13 principles of faith. We believe in redemption. We are called Maminim Bene Maminim, believers, children of believers. The Talmud says, in the merit of the righteous women of the generation, our ancestors were redeemed from Egypt. What did the Jewish women do that they merited this? The Midrash Tanchuma points out an interesting picture. During the peak of our nation's slavery in Mitzrayim, Paro decreed that the men could not go home at night and they must stay out in the field working. The women would catch fish, prepare it, and go out to feed their husbands. In addition, they would take copper mirrors, beautify themselves, and seduce their downtrodden husbands. God would bless them, and they would conceive immediately and give birth to multiple children at a time. If this wasn't strange enough, let's look at what happened afterwards. When the Jewish nation was ready to build the Mishkan, the tabernacle, and everyone eagerly contributed to its construction, the women brought their copper mirrors as as their contribution. Yes, the copper mirrors they had schlepped from Egypt. Moshe Rabbeinu was not pleased, to say the least. Mirrors had to do with vanity, with physical desire. What place could they have in the holy house of God? Yet God said to Moshe, Accept them, for these mirrors are more precious to me than any other gift, because through them the women raised generations in Egypt. Now, we can't forget another odd occurrence that happened after we left Egypt, the dancing scene after the splitting of the Red Sea. The entire nation praised Hashem with song and dance, but the women took this celebration to the next level. They used tambourines. What? Where did these tambourines come from? Praising Jewish women, the Midrash answers that Miriam and the women had prepared these tambourines back in Egypt. Seriously? Didn't they have enough to schlep out, copper mirrors included? Didn't they leave in haste? Mind you, they each had at least six babies to nurse and schlep with them. Who had time to make and pack tambourines? These mirrors and tambourines give us a powerful insight into redemption and our lives as Jewish women well beyond our Passover seders. The women did not marry the redemption because they beautified themselves with mirrors, nor because they sang with tambourines. They merited the redemption because of what these two represent, their unwavering faith. The understanding of a deeper reality, one that is not perceived with physical eyes, but rather with the soul. A reality that they acted upon and one we might venture to call redemption. Back in Mitzrayim, the women clearly understood that redemption was imminent. They could see beyond their physical reality, which hinted otherwise. They did not doubt it, so much so that they took an active part in making the redemption real. It might have seemed dire and dark, but this did not deter the women from moving forward. An unshakable faith in a deeper reality, God's reality, if you will. Faith that He will deliver. 
To them, there was no excuse to give up. There was only reason to keep building. The women didn't believe there would be a chance to celebrate. They knew they would celebrate. Thus, they prepared for the celebration. No one asked them to. No one told them. They just believed. Maminim bene maminim. Soon, we will sit at our seders to retell the story of the previous redemption and eat matzah, the bread of faith. This entire experience is meant to help us fine-tune our current perspective of reality. Matzah, free from all but the most essential ingredients, epitomizes freedom. We can all free ourselves from our limitations, our personal mitzrayims, a word derived from the Hebrew word mitzarim, limitations. We, the spiritual descendants of the women in Egypt, can rid ourselves of whatever is holding us back from looking at the world through the perspectives of our souls. Our souls are not limited by physical reality. Our souls can see the world from God's perspective. With the resolve to act upon the soul's desires, no matter what the physical reality suggests, we can repeat the pattern of the first archetypal redemption. Then it shall be that in the merit of the women of this generation, the final redemption will come. And for that, I'm ready, regardless of what I'll have to let this time. Are you ready? Thank you for being here, everyone. Have a Pesach Kasher V'Sameach. And I'll see you back here on the other side of freedom, I guess. Boy, wouldn't that be great? Have a great week, everyone. Happy Passover. Thanks for listening to Jewish Latin Princess Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on iTunes, leave a rating, and share the podcast with the Jewish women you love. To access today's show notes, ask Yael a question, or suggest a uniquely talented Jewish woman to be featured on the show, visit JewishLatinPrincess.com.